Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jay Theodore and Brett Howden were on the ice at practice yesterday, and Alec Martinez could be returning tonight. And we want to discuss who Jack Eichel should be paired with to get this offense ignited, and our preview and predictions on tonight's BGK Red Wings game. It's all ahead right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. You could find us at Lockdown VGK, at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G. We are brought to you today by BetOnline.net with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. And our game started early today, Chris, with our, our video <laughs> feed today. I was wondering if you were going to do the YouTube plug today. <laughs> well, we are on YouTube, and please subscribe, but you might just get the audio today or something. Maybe some subtitles of what we're talking about. Uh, so, so two more pieces, Chris, to VGK's lineup uh, could be returning soon, perhaps tonight. Who knows? Uh, and I, hey, I can't see you, but don't roll your eyes at me. Okay. So, <laughs> so Brett Howden, who's been out since November the 23rd, and Shay Theodore, who appeared in 29 games. Uh, they were on the ice for VGK's practice yesterday. Uh, Howden can help out. He's a depth piece. He's a center. Uh, three points this season. But the one thing that I noticed with him, Chris, is that he averaged 13 minutes a game on the ice, and that could bring in some fresh uh, players into the lineup. So we'll, let's start with Howden. We'll get into Theodore, and then we'll also talk about Alec Martinez. Uh, Brett Howden would certainly be a welcome depth piece, as you said right now, because we lack depth. Um, looking at the practice reports, and I'll mention how this uh, ties in in a second, but VGK rolled out some uh, on yet another group of lines yesterday. They started with I mean, one more second. I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll find it. So you got uh, Stevenson back up top with Eichel, which probably is where Stevie should be because Stevie and Eichel have clicked well. You got Phil Kessel up there. More about uh, who we can pair with uh, Jack Eichel later, but Phil Kessel is at least going to start this game up there. Line two is the Misfits. You know my feelings on the Misfits. They're the ones that got to carry us right now. But here we go. Line three. This is actually fun. Nick Waugh, Paul Cotter, Keegan Colasar. I think that is a fun line that can possibly get something going. Uh, Nick Waugh obviously can play the energy and the the attacking role. And then you got Colasar and Cotter. On the bottom, Freeze, Ron Bjerg, and Amadio. I think line four is forgotten about, and Amadio is going to rotate through all three lines personally tonight. I think that's uh, kind of how tonight's game is going to go. So, again, how that ties in, uh, depth. Brett Howden would certainly be a welcome back piece. We we need it. Our depth has been tested right now. But once we get down to the second wave of AHL players, there's only so much you can do, Tony. Uh, Shea Theodore uh, also could be back soon, as we mentioned. Last played on December the 9th. He was injured in overtime of that game against the Flyers, the collision with Travis Stanheim. Um, how do these players fit in? And then also uh, we could welcome Petro back to that pairing uh, with Shea Theodore when that occurs. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, let's uh, not get too far ahead. Once they're back on the ice skating, it's usually a week or so. It could even be longer in the instance for both of these players because they've been off the ice for such a long time. Howden, I believe, uh, significantly longer than Theodore right now. So, you know, it's a good thing. And if anything, this is going to create some energy and some excitement for the players and just maybe a little bit of a morale boost right now because it is tough times right now. I don't think there's much fun happening in this locker room. I don't think uh, there's a whole lot of swagger. And, you know, some a point we've made in the past is when these guys are smiling, when they're having fun, when they're feeling it, whatever pun you want to put in there, that's when things are going better. So whatever can be done to give everybody a bit of a boost and make them feel a little bit better would be a good thing. Uh, I don't know if this was factual or not, Tony, but in one of the random uh, uh, VGK Facebook groups, I'm trying to, I've been trying to find it for the last few minutes, Someone posted a picture of Shea Weber on the ice in Henderson last night in the, in the Henderson gear. I don't oh, know if that's really? actually uh, actual, <laughs> yeah, but I think uh, it was Photoshop. That'd yeah, be pretty. I, hey, hey, listen, hey, we need all the help we can get, Tony. Everything, everything. He's probably in Tahiti by now. Uh, Alec Martinez. He's, he's not with Robin Leonard in Tahiti. I can tell you that. That's for sure. Martinez uh, at a snake farm there, maybe perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alec Martinez uh, left the Stars game. Uh, Bruce Cassidy said yet yesterday, ah, I was nothing. He just wasn't feeling well, was sick. So uh, <laughs> we can expect to see him back on the ice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, are the shenanigans beginning? Are they starting to take well, shape again? So maybe, but let's 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 dig a little bit here to Alec Martinez. And this is just uh, perspectives and theories. One of the reports one of the many reports that surfaced last year concerning Alec Martinez when he was missing time is something when he was cut almost triggered like some type of vertigo with him and again this is all just hearsay I have nothing you know beyond just I saw multiple outlets mention this as a possibility which is why it took him so long to come back to the ice I mean listen if you're Again, I'm not underselling what happened to him last year. He took a skate to the friggin' jaw for crying out loud. And, you know, it was a terrible injury, but it's not a leg injury. It's not an ACL. It's not something where you can't get out there and skate. So the fact that it took the amount of time it did for him to get right, and he's never officially commented on the nature of the injury to the best of my knowledge. So again, I'm totally speculating. Maybe there was a vertigo thing happening. Maybe there was something he just simply could not focus on the ice. Um, One thing I do notice about Martinez, and I don't know if this is a new thing or an old thing, but he does have a little bit of a tint on his visor. And I don't know if he's always had that tint or if this is a new thing post-injury, but I'm going to try and look at some pictures right now while we kind of gab and see if I can can dig something out of that right, right now. Okay, so when we have Howden and Theodore returning, do you think that uh, Bruce Cassidy lightens the load for some of these lines and, in fact, shortens shifts? That has to happen, end of story, or this team is not going to survive into the playoffs. I mean, we got to be completely clear about that. <laughs> Petrangelo, let's start there. I mean, I know uh, we're talking Howden, but if the, if Petrangelo does not get 30, 30 minutes plus of ice time, it's – uh. It's an oddity right now, and part of that's because of the injuries. Part of that's because, uh, you know, they're desperate for wins. I mean, it's it's crazy to think that this team doing as well as they are, I believe not technically in first place anymore, but as well as they are, we're talking about all these questions and desperation and things like that. 
there needs to be four lines rotating. And this is where Cassidy needs to make a decision because we get the lines in the blender. All these changes keep happening. And at some point it needs to be, here's the four lines. You guys get it done just like this. And he needs to give maybe a little more time into the game. You know, I I love changing things up. I love mixing things up. When you start putting lines in a blender, usually the bench gets a little bit shorter. You know, looking at tonight's game, like I said, I don't think Friesen and uh, Ron Bjerg are going to get nearly the amount of ice time that Amadio is going to get. Amadio might have a slow first period, but as the second and third period goes, if you're looking at it from like a chart perspective, Amadio is going to separate himself from uh, his starting line four line mates. So the three line rotation, basically going to be a, a 10 forward game tonight's. And, you know, at least Ron Bjerg hopefully can pitch in on penalty kills and things like that. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they react tonight against the Detroit team, which we'll dig into a little bit later. But they're uh, 0-3, their last three games. And, again, a good sign for VGK that they are finally starting to get healthy. So that is going to help this team We a said lot. that two weeks ago, Tony. Stop it. Okay. Are you concerned about VGK? Yes. Are you oh. concerned right now about them uh, slipping not only out of first place, but out of the playoff picture? Um. Yes, uh, it's it's very fair. I mean, I'll say this again. What what I say yesterday was it um twenty eight of a possible fifty four points since that start, which had which would rank them sixth in the Pacific and twentieth in the NHL, and maybe that might have changed in the last couple of days. And again, that's strictly based on their points percentage in those in the last amount of games that they've had. So absolutely. We saw it happen last year. Like last year, I don't think there was really a concern about not making the playoffs, even all the way until the end when they were on the outside looking in for a little bit. I think we all felt, hey, it was going to happen. And, you know, maybe there'd be a magical playoff run. But we saw this play out last year. Now, difference. We saw this play out last year when Mark Stone went down. Things really went to um, a bad place in in, in, a handbasket. There you go. Whereas now we got this guy named Jack Eichel, who hopefully can carry the mail as long as Mark Stone is not going to be out there. But unfortunately, Jack Eichel has gone a bit unnoticeable. We've seen some things with his body language suggesting uh, he's very he's not happy with himself right now. Hopefully that's all it is. There's no injuries or anything plaguing him at the moment. So there's Jack Eichel needs to be that superstar that he has been this season. He's in a not a great place right now, but he has gotten it done thinking about that overtime goal against Winnipeg, thinking about how he uh, turned that Buffalo game on edge and all the other great things that he has done. Uh, the opening goal against the, the Penguins the other night. I mean, Eichel is a fantastic talent and he needs to step up right now. But more importantly than Eichel, I really look at the Misfits as uh, the line to get us through this right now. And unfortunately, they're not necessarily doing it either, but Maybe tonight can hopefully be a blank slate. Maybe they can finish the the homestand on a positive note. Uh, wins tonight against uh, Detroit and win Saturday against Washington and then uh, go on the road where there's a lot less problems. Two definitely winnable games. And when we return, we want to talk more about who Jack Eichel should be paired with <laughs> on the top line. Is it the top line? We'll take a break. We'll return with more after this. Uh, Locked on Golden Knights. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, for stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league that's out there. 
from pro football to basketball to the NHL. We have it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. We are always the fastest and the easiest way to get your betting fix and your information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Welcome back from Las Vegas, Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick. You can find us on Twitter at Tony Dasco at TD Chris G. And most days you could find us on YouTube <laughs> at Lockdown Golden Knights. We're having experiencing some technical problems today. Neither one of us are real big tech people. And so we try to figure this out <laughs> on the run, to say the very least. I so like we it. appreciate like everyone. Like yeah, we appreciate everyone hanging in there. And uh, hopefully you just get to the audio feed. So, uh, Jack Eichel. So we've heard now from yesterday's practice, right, that Bruce Cassidy put Eichel with Phil Kessel. And, you know, they tried this experiment before, and I thought it was a flop bullet. Let's start off here. Who should be paired with Jack Eichel is the question. So, first of all, without going into any names, I was thinking about this. What type of player? should be on that top line with Jack Eichel. What type um I think uh I think two players to complement all all the above. Your first one would be another speed and skill type of player. So if Eichel and player XYZ are coming up the left wing, there's there's some speed, there's some skill. Two players that can beat their opponent in a one-on-one situation and win their races. Uh, shout out to Bruce Cassidy, and I'm talking to my son about this. Hockey, one of the easiest ways to look at succeeding in hockey, win your battles, win your races. Cassidy talks a lot about that, and I already got a question queued up tonight, depending on how the game goes along those lines. So Stevenson, Eichel can both win board battles. They can both beat their opponents in a foot race. You need those types of players that can get a cycle going create some space, create some time. So now you have another player on the off wing whose job is to A, get open, or B, get their butt right in front of the goalie and wait for Eichel and the other skilled winger, not necessarily Stevenson, but the other skilled winger to do what they need to do. So now if we're going to talk about the players, I like Stevenson. Stevenson and Eichel have clicked, but... Michael Stevenson and Stone is actually what has clicked even more. We don't have Mark Stone, so who can take Mark Stone's role? Star of the season, I mentioned Nick Wah as possibly being the person that I felt could be that person. Um, and maybe he is that person. I don't know. I thought um, Nick Wah unfortunately gave up an opportunity where Eichel just tape on tape Nick Wah coming up, not necessarily right down Broadway, but a little bit closer to the right faceoff circle. And unfortunately, he couldn't take a perfect pass. And he's not the only one. We've seen this uh, last year with different players going in where they just can't keep up with Eichel. So, again, to summarize, one speed and skill type, one player with a lethal finishing ability that can play a physical role in front of the net, which should be Phil Kessel. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that makeup of that line, and I don't. Oh, know I'm not agreeing. I'm, I'm not. I'm yeah. not disagreeing with you, Tony. But yeah. on paper, that should work, is what that, I'm telling that, you. Yeah, and the only player I thought that it worked the best with 
and he's no longer in the VGK family. Is Max Pacioretty? I did. I felt that would have been exciting to get a full season of that. It really would have been. Uh, yeah, I thought those two had the chemistry, and I thought that those passes in the slot. Now you were talking about that the other night. Was it Amadio? Amadio could not handle it. Uh, uh, Nick Waugh. Oh, Nick Waugh couldn't, couldn't handle, handle a hot pass. And again, uh, Eichel is an elite passer. And Amadio has done well in that role, though, Tony. Like, that's the thing. Amadio has had so a lot Amadio of success back in, in that role. And Cassidy is just so quick to to punt on that. I mean, they're burying Amadio on line four right now. For yeah, this they're game. playing head games with him, I think. I, I get the feeling. We've Listen, this, this is game before. 45 or 46. Enough that this isn't time for head games. This is time for win. This is time to win games. This is not right. the, the head games moment. And, you know, Amadio knows his role. And I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah. No, so so you know, I, I've also been thinking I like I'd like to see Jonathan Marsh so because he's got that skill level. Yes. And maybe Eichel, Smith, Marsh so on that top line. Um, and then you know, line two, just do whatever you need to do. Uh, I don't know what role Kessel's just trying to show up every night and just continue the streak. He's not I don't think he's wanting to play. I don't think he's um and we've seen him when he puts it in his overdrive when he he really wants to play when he wants to contribute we see him doing some good work but a lot of times he's just up and down the ice i don't know he's just out there for the skate but uh you know and so i wanted to also talk about players that are not on this roster and the rentals right and two of them stand out and i just wanted to get your feel your opinion with um patrick kane and vladimir uh, vladimir tarasenko those two players, I, I think um, each one of those, either of those players, I think could fit in very well as a rental late in the season. And I think that could be the answer to all these questions. I mean, first of all, Mark Stone's situation is the beginning, middle and end of all that, because I don't know if there's a path to bring on those type of contracts if it doesn't involve Mark Stone on LTIR and then, oh, here come the playoffs. Let's go, Mark Stone. You know, and we can share our perspectives. I'm sure in all our time, I'm sure people already are uh, are responding once they uh, listen to the podcast about that. But throwing the money away and not worrying about what it would take to get either one of those players here at the deadline. My God, it would be absolutely amazing to have a Tarasenko or a Patrick Kane. Uh, obviously, uh, me and my uh, former uh, Chicago Blackhawks fandom, uh, I saw Patrick Kane's very first NHL game at the United Center. Uh, he unofficially got his first goal. I say unofficially, it was a shootout goal against Dominic Hachik. So kind of a, a nice little throwback right there. So, I mean, from a, a fan full, full circle perspective to see uh, Patty Kane come to Las Vegas, that would be a, just a dream come true. If it's not Patrick Kane, if it's Tarasenko, fine, so be it. I mean, a player of uh, that elite ability, you're talking players now in you know, the top 20 as far as forwards go in the game. I mean, you can even argue at times uh, both of Fleur with top 10, Patrick Kane even as high as top five in the league uh, as far as forwards and just overall skill go. Patrick Kane going to go down as one of the two best American-born players ever until Austin Matthews uh, bumps one of them, bumps him or Mike Madonna out later in his career. So give me either one of those players at an appropriate price. So I say appropriate price. I don't care about the draft picks anymore, whatever. I'm LA Rams, F those draft picks. Find a way to, (laughs) you know, get someone 
well, screw we're all we're going to do is we're going to, we'll, we'll draft someone. We're going to trade them or anyway. So it doesn't matter. So might as well uh, just, uh, you know, you, you get more for the draft pick that you don't make than you do make, because I mean, what VGK first round draft picks are panning out right now? Cody glass. No. Um, uh, Peyton Krebs, he's doing better. Right. So, I mean, that's another show for another time, but point being, you know, if Mark stone can make an early contribution in the playoffs, if he's going to go on LTIR and miss the rest of the season, stock up, sell out to get one of those two here, our defense is going to get healthier. And all of a sudden we do have a team that can come together and make a deep playoff run. I think it's an important time for Jack Eichel because the frustration obviously Hmm. is setting in. It is. And, and you could sense that he's frustrated. Yes. He doesn't want to be mixed and matched every night. I can tell you no one does. No one does. He wants to get some consistency. If that's going to be the line and they're going to have to stick with it and kind of work things out. Uh, But right now, the worst thing that could happen is to lose that mental frame of Jack Uncle because they need him. They're going to need him uh, heavily. They're going to rely on him heavily down the stretch, especially with Mark Stone out, right? No, you're going to see all all, all sorts of uh, mayhem happening right now. I mean, can you imagine if this team does not make the playoffs this year? Oh, like it's McCrimmon is gone. McPhee is gone. Foley sells a soccer team and, you know, cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. But we haven't you know, seen the protests yet here, though. You know, I saw them they're protesting in France and they're fire fire Foley already. They've got protesting petition. Foley. Oh, it's because he bought the team in France and he's pilfering players from that team to put on Bournemouth. So so the folks in France, which don't like Americans anyway. I told you, you went in way too strong. This is a WTF segment, if ever there was one. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I mean, this is an uh, interesting, uh, interesting development here, Tony. Um, <laughs> you know, but I mean, I'm just going back to this notion well, of this hockey, team. Back to hockey. Yeah, no, I'm just going back to this notion of uh, the VGK possibly not making the playoffs and what that would mean for, I mean, it's it would be a blow it up scenario, right? It would be again, the team started 13 and two, 13 and three, whatever the, whatever the, the math is. And on paper, season five, we felt was the best VGK paper roster. This season six roster, I think is equally as good. Um, you can argue maybe a tick behind because of patch already, but hopefully a healthy Jack Eichel would trump that, uh, you know, healthy max patch already. But if this team cannot get it done, then listen, all my my love affair for Kelly McCrimmon hashtag McCrimmon plan. No, it's it would be uh, it's it's it would be all gone. It would be uh, you know we're starting to see the veteran, the age, all that just breaking down right now, and it's happening in front of our eyes. Hopefully, it's going to change though. Shea Weber, I'm sorry, Shea Weber, good God, Shea Theodore and Brett Howden back on the ice. That's a welcome sight, at least. We'll get some news about Mark Stone. It's not going to be completely quiet. We'll get some sort of an update, or it's going to be an LTIR situation. Not that this is a good thing by any means, but the timing, our hand is going to be forced in the next matter of weeks because the trade deadline is approaching. And while VGK likes to make splashes, it could happen any day now. It doesn't need to wait until the trade deadline. And, and if anything, McCrimmon knows that the longer you wait, if this team keeps slipping and slipping and slipping, then you lose a lot of value in making that desperation trade to get uh, Kane or Tarasenko. Coming up next, when we return, we're going to have the game preview for tonight. 
It's VGK against the OG6. They'll take on Detroit Red Wings, and that's coming up ahead. And, of course, uh, hey, you know what? I think that uh, Jack Eichel, all things considered, is still him, as they say, right? He's still him. That's the guy. That's of the course. guy that they're going to have to rely on. Of course. And we'll get back to uh, to everything here in a moment. You're listening to Locked On Golden Knights. If you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all that fat and calories, you've got to try a Built Bar. That's right. We just got through the holidays, and I know that my goal is to eat a little healthier and no more cookies. And if you like that, you know, again, you're going to want to eat healthier, but you don't want to compromise your taste, then we have something for you. you got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't think that they're good for you. They're perfect for the New Year's resolution. They're really good. All are covered in 100% real chocolate, and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. And we are sure that Built Bar uh, puts these together with, again, our health in mind. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And again, for years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Well, guess what? Now you can find them, as Chris and I do, at your local Smith supermarket or at Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Smith's or Sam's Club today. Grab yourself a box of Built Bars, and they have the four-bar uh, box of cookies and cream, coconut puffs, salted caramel, brownie batter puffs, brownie batter puffs, I should say. At, it's all at your nearest Smith's, and they also have the 13-bar box. And uh, make sure that you check it out or go to Built.com. And you could thank us later. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas, experiencing some issues with our YouTube feed today. And we appreciate you tuning in as always. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. And again, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. It is a lot of fun. And we get funkadelic sometimes with all the psychedelic colors there, fog rolling in. <laughs> The Max Headroom, we saw the Max Headroom memes sent to us yesterday. Okay, so the Detroit Red Wings come into town tonight. Um, is anyone going to try to sneak an octopus into T-Mobile? I hope so. It's funny you mentioned that. We were actually, uh, I was uh, selling cards. It was last night or the night before, and someone actually uh, did mention that, which I thought was uh, pretty. That's I think funny. it'd be funny. I mean, I don't know. They wouldn't last long in the arena, but... I love I love the road fans coming in here. Outside of the, the Flames fans, I love all the road fans that come. Uh, Detroit travels extremely well. They packed the arena in in uh, Arizona. They packed the arena there. The Mullet Arena was all Red Wings fans, so that Red Swarm is coming here. Good. I hope so. And yeah, you know, I, I think it's I think it's wonderful. And uh, we were talking last night actually too about the uh, Edmonton fans the other nights and how they were shaming the VGK fans as they were coming down the stairs uh, uh, after uh, Edmonton rolled in that game. And I thought that was I thought that was fun. Like it was it wasn't like you know yelling your team sucks. They weren't yelling obscenities. It was it was fun. It was goofy. And you know, listen, we did deserve to get shamed because we can't win a home game. Don't take it on the fans, so to speak. But, you know, the camaraderie is fun. The environment is fun. I love the more road fans in the arena, the better. I get I might be in a minority when I say I don't mind a 60-40 split home to road fans. But so what? It's fun. It's good for the city. Every one of these people has a six or a $700 bill on their head because that's the average, at least what it used to be, how much each 
road hockey fan spends during their time in Vegas. So the more, the better. It's 800. Okay. The number used to be like 643. So in inflation and if they buy some breakfast, buy some eggs, that drives up uh, the overall stay. So I I certainly get that. But Detroit's going to travel well. I'm I'm looking forward to the game. VGK has got to get rights. That's the beginning, middle, and end of everything for tonight's game. This is, you know, the get right game. And then, but don't overlook this. This is also the trap game, Tony. We got Washington Saturday. Washington is always circled when they come to Vegas. And now we got Detroit. This is all of a sudden a trap game for a team that's playing like doo-doo at home. How does that happen? Yeah, for sure. And the one thing, you know, when, when we look at keys to tonight's game, we mentioned this the other day. Uh, this is a VGK team that has let up the first goal in seven of their last eight games. Uh, VGK two and three on the homestand. Detroit has lost its last three, including Tuesday's road loss in the shootout to Arizona. And these teams met back in early December, from what we recall. VGK pummeled them four to one. Uh, Eichel had a goal in the first minute, right? Within the first minute. And that pretty much set the tone of the game. Kessel also had a goal in that four to one VGK win. And Aiden Hill was in net uh, in that first meeting. Do we expect to see Hill tonight against Billy Huso? It's got to be Hill. I mean, there's no doubt about that in my mind. It's going to be Hill tonight. Uh, if I'm wrong, so be it. But um, honestly, I thought Hill should have gone on Monday. I said that uh, I felt before Thursday night's game, I felt the rotation should have been Hill Thursday, LT Saturday, Hill Monday. And they went back to back with LT on Saturday and Monday. And, and LT played fine on Monday. He didn't do anything wrong in that game. He gave VGK a chance to win. Hill has already beaten Detroit. Hill is in a bit better form right now. The team seems to be having a little bit better results under Hill. So get Hill out there and then make a decision for Saturday. I mean, if if Hill goes out there and has a one-goal uh, effort or even shutouts, do they roll with Hill in back-to-back games? With the way things are going right now, I would not be against that whatsoever. I don't think Cassidy would do that. Um, it would be maybe something interesting to bring up in the in the presser, but I think he'll give a very vanilla answer. He'll, oh, we'll talk it over with the coaching staff. We'll see. We got a plan, blah, 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 blah. And so I don't know, but let's get Hill out there tonight. Let's get a victory and, uh, you know, have some happy humans in the house. Okay. In uh, Billy Husso's uh, 10 losses this season, he's 14, 10, and 5. He gives up three goals per game, a point eight nine nine uh, save percentage. But in the losses, Chris, he gives up on the average a little over four goals per game. So the magic number tonight is four. That's um, yeah, I guess. I mean, that's what we got to get to. But uh, they'd like I, to get to five and not giving up five. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, that stretch of four games in a row where they scored five goals. They've got to yeah. get back to that. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I think, like I said, I think Hill's going to be up to the challenge tonight, though, to keep uh, Detroit scoring down. And if VGK, if VGK puts up a five spot, this is going to be a route tonight. Mm-hmm. And Lucas Raymond uh, was the NHL's second star this week. Uh, he had uh, a couple of three-point games the past week, and uh, that's going to be different for VGK to try to stop their offense, and I think they're going to uh, put a lot of shots on net tonight. I have that feeling, um, and they're awfully mad coming off of a disappointing loss to Arizona in a shootout, and so uh, that's going to happen uh, tonight. Anything else we should look out for? No, I mean, Detroit's fun. They have a lot of young talent. Uh, David Perron, assuming he's not injured, we'll get to what? see him. You said young talent. For Detroit? 
Yeah, you said young talent, and you said David Perron. No, no, I said young talent, but then we get David Perron again tonight. David Perron's far from young, far from young. Um, (laughs) But he is a he's a VGK killer, of course, no doubt. Uh, Starting with Luke Raymond, starting with Mo Sider. Um, you got Andrew Cop, your, your former uh, Ranger Andrew Cop, who's kind of been a bit well traveled, but settled yeah. in now with Detroit on a, a higher contract than maybe one than some may have seemed. And then what you got? What Tyler, uh, you got for Tuesday there still? Bertuzzi. You got Joe Valeno. I'm just going over all the all the hockey cards I've been pulling lately for people. Larkin, like said, Dylan Larkin. You didn't say th- yeah, Larkin. exactly. So I mean, there is a lot of talent there, and the Iser plan is coming together. We felt. They might make some noise in the Atlantic, but they might still be a year away from being at that point. But still a, a young, fun team led by the aging David Perron. There you go. All right. And Perron always scores against VGK. It's time for our predictions for tonight's game. David Perron. Oh, sorry. I'm going to take <laughs> David Perron. <laughs> I was going to take David Perron. Uh, <laughs> and of course, our locks of the night. So do you want to go with your picks uh, on this game first? Yeah, let's go. Um Let's go William Carlson, but let's go William Carlson, Ouch. Jonathan Marchessault. So I'm 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 ride or die on the Misfits right now. Oh, I I'm going to go that. with uh, the two players that played pretty well in the first meeting. No, I'm not going to go with Castle. Sorry, uh, I'm going to go with Jack Eichel, <laughs> and I'm going to go with Chandler Stevenson to break out of the funk. And please make sure, Chris, that you say the word funk when you ask a question. That's our key word. Can I, can I get funk and freaking in the same sentence without if you get, uh, with, if you get and, funk and keep a straight face and freaking in the same? You have funk, to say freaking, the word funk. Here, here's the here's the here's the three buzzword team parlay. is funk tonight. Please say the word funk. Three team parlay. Funk freaking carrier. <laughs> carrier. Oh my goodness! Do you have a score for tonight's game? Five, five, five one VGK because why not? It's got to happen. Okay, I'm going to say five to three VGK is. I think it's going to be an over game. Of course, uh, Huso in his losses gives up four goals or better. And VGK, the key to the game, scoring first. And ah, let's say that. Can I say this term? Greasy goals. Can I say greasy goals on the air? I think you can say, I, I think you can say a freaking greasy goal on the air. I think you're okay <laughs> with that to, to break out of the freaking funk and no will carrier to do ask, it. But, no, uh, you have to ask him, how does it feel to break out of the funk if they win? Yeah, everyone maybe it depends. We'll go crazy. We will go crazy here. All right, all right. I'm, I'm. I know we're getting short on time, but I'm. I'm starting to buy a little more into the, the the physical, you know, stuff. Let's see how tonight's game goes. Maybe we'll talk about physicality in uh, our middle segment or something tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. And of course, tomorrow is our WTF with the Friday, oh, yeah. and we've got a game preview coming up with the Capitals coming in on Saturday. Chris, it's been a pleasure. My man, Chris Golick. I'm Tony Cardasco. We apologize for our technical difficulties that we're experiencing on the YouTube channel. We hope to have everything cleared up again by tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for making us your first listen. (laughs) That's an underbet all day, Tony. We're going to get it fixed by tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) Get out of your funk. Freaking funk. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Take care.